Uh, hello everybody. I know we've been making you wait a long time for this, and by we I mean I, because I happen to be in charge of editing this episode, so oops daisies, that's on me, my bad. Uh, I'll make this quick though. Just wanted to give you a heads up that this was our first attempt at live streaming an episode over on Twitch at KTTKCast if you want to catch us whenever we do that next. But Johnny's laptop crashed near the very end and we lost all of his audio. We were able to recover it kind of using Rachel's microphone which was recording all of our audio together but because of that we couldn't really separate her voice or Johnny's voice so there are some parts where he gets really quiet and there are some parts where our voices double up. Uh, there's just not much I could do about that. So my apologies for the weight, for the quality, and for that dead bird you found on your back porch Yes, that was me. I won't do it again. Anyways, welcome to Keys to the Kingdom. The three of you, obviously very confused, stand to your feet. You instantly recognize where you are um, because uh, you have spent a, a certain amount of time in King Georgetown. So it's not a it's not a confusing place after you look around and kind of gain your bearings for a minute. Your attention is immediately drawn to a shadow in the sand. You guys are about twenty feet from the water and probably about 30 feet from the cliff behind you. To your left, there's the ramp that goes back up, um, directly mirroring where you met Ginny the first time. Um, the ramp goes back up into the town. There's a shadow slowly creeping across the sand. Um, oh. Very, uh, probably like a three by six square, a rectangle floating across the sand. Um, and you look up and you see a purple carpet. And atop this purple carpet is Samantha Jean. Hey! Sammy, what do you do? Oh, I'm flying? You, you're on, the, on this carpet. 
I mean, I'm, I assume I would stop and say hello to my friends. So Sammy flies down, meets you guys on this beach. What? Y- you're what? okay? Sammy, oh, I'm, I'm so glad you're all right. What? What, what happens? What? I am so excited to see you all. What? Where did you go? It's a long story, um, but I'm back, and I have this really cool magic carpet, so how have you guys been? How's it going? Nobody died. That's good. Well, uh, we're not entirely sure about that, actually. Augustus uh, disappeared. We got a note saying that he's okay, so we don't know for sure, but he's gone. Uh, we should probably tell the professor. But why, why are we here again? What what just happened? Why do we keep doing this? I'm I so have tired. no idea. At least we didn't have to travel all the way back. Yeah. We can go check on Robin sooner. Robin! Uh, Sylvester Sammy, wants... really quickly, Sammy. Yes. Um, from the time you last saw the party to your encounter with Jafar, it has been a number of weeks since you've seen the party. Right. Oh. Um, it's, okay. It's been, you're not entirely sure the, the exact amount of time it has been, but it's, it's been a considerable amount of time since you've seen this party. Um, so, Sylvester, go ahead. Uh, Sylvester is going to get up and immediately run, try to make his way back to where uh, Robin was. Because he just remembered what happened before they were teleported away in the first place. And what they were in the I middle think, of doing. Oh, 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 wait for me! I think we might duck our head into the kinetic quadrant to see, like, is the professor here? Or is he, like, still out in the woods? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Jix is just going to follow Sylvester's lead. Sammy's yeah. going with Grok. The two guiltiest members running back to Robin. Oof. All of you Oof. make your way <laughs> south. Um... Onto the, the curved dock that leads up to the main street of the town. And when you get up to the main street of the town, things kind of, they, it, it's a lot like you remember it, but it feels like time has passed. Um, for the three of you, um, Sylvester, Grok, and Trix, um, it was instantaneous. When the box closed, you were on the beach. But it feels like time has passed, most notably um, because uh, I'll say this, Grok and Sammy, uh, when you go up to look at the kinetic quadrant, you would go up this ramp and uh, turn east uh, around where the old restaurant was that uh, was destroyed and then the professor brought back. This restaurant looks completely different. Like, hmm. almost as if it's a completely different building. Completely restored. You see in these these very intricately carved wooden uh, uh, window frames. There's just uh, purple draped curtains, um, but they're so thick you can't quite make out what's on the other side uh, and what this building could be. Um, so kind of, kind of curiously pushing that out of your mind, you go down this alleyway uh, and you open the door to the kinetic quadrant and it's, it's vacant. The lights are off. The door's not locked, but the lights are off. There's nobody in there. Is all the stuff still there? Yeah, all the stuff is still there. Um, okay. There's there's some equipment that looks like it has been moved, but for the most part, everything everything seems to be like it hasn't been touched in about a month. How long were we gone? Trix and Sylvester. 
The two of you run up this bridge. Your party splits to the left as uh, Sammy and Grok go to check out the kinetic quadrant. The two of you continue down the main street, hanging a right, going now west into the woods, where you see large white tarps in about the area that you last remember leaving. There is just large white tarps making almost like a cubed fortress around the area where you last left Robin. Um, is, it... is there an, entra- an obvious entrance or is it just completely tarps? Yeah, there's, there's, uh, think of, think of, uh, in the first Thor movie. I was going to say, is this like E.T.? Yes. Around, yeah, 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 like okay. E.T. or where Mjolnir was sitting in that, in that movie. That's gotcha. kind of the vibe that this is just, just white tarps. Um, there, there isn't, there is a fairly obvious entrance. Uh, okay. It's just another one of those tarps, just kind of split open, like a like a, the entrance to a tent. Yeah, I'm gonna so, peek my head in. Yeah, Sylvester's gonna bust through whatever he sees the door. The okay. Door, well, <laughs> I mean, like he'll probably go in through the door. I mean, just rips through the tarp. I'm just I, peeking in, <laughs> and tricks, and Sylvester just barrels past me. Well, he, he oh he wants to he wants to get in there as soon as possible. He doesn't care what's in the way. So, <laughs> okay, um, tricks. You peek your head in. Sylvester just blows right past you. On your left. When, <laughs> when you get into this, <laughs> into this large, it's like it's like a large, open room. Uh, there is the professor standing there, and he has kind of a, a control panel with a bunch of levers and buttons sitting on it. Um, on the far wall, uh, it's about thirty. 35 feet to the to the in this larger chamber this main chamber um the professor is about 15 feet away from you at this control panel looking through uh almost a window cut in this tarp but it's the plastic is just clear where he's looking through on the far wall about 35 feet away um little john is sitting on a stool with his head in his hands sitting next to him uh, a little bit closer to you guys, about five feet closer to you guys, is this mouse that you've encountered multiple times. He has a red cloak on, the hood's pulled down, but he has a, a book in his hand and he's reading through this book. No one seems to pay you any mind. The professor oh, is just again. deadlocked on what's happening. Uh, I was I was, I was, was just gonna th- throw in real quick. As, when we pop our head in the kinetic quadrant and see there's no one there, we probably would have like Said, all right, somewhere well, else. we'll catch up with this later and like headed after followed after them so we wouldn't be too yeah. far behind them i don't think okay so grok sammy as you come back into the main street of the kinetic quadrant the townspeople look at you grok not so much sammy but they look at you and there's a stir not necessarily a commotion but there's a stir in in the crowd okay a few people the townsfolk they're Talking to each other, whispering to each other, and make a uh, make a perception check for me. Oh, first roll. Here we go. Woo! Welcome back. First roll, yeah. new dice. Hey, that's an eleven. An eleven. Okay, you can barely make out what the people are saying. They're they're saying something about heroes, and they survived. And in your head, it. It doesn't make much sense, but these people are talking, and and one of the king's guardsmen that you you're familiar with their uniforms now, the the red the crimson red armor with the insignia of the king's crown on the chest. Um, one of them 
runs straight to a large bell and he pulls the chain and you hear this gong ring out throughout the city and as you're you're still kind of making your way into the woods more people start coming out of the buildings and seeing you and they're all just kind of in shock like they don't know what to think so maybe we are maybe we are a little ways behind them then (laughs) yeah just a little bit um trick sylvester when you walk into this tent, everything is just very clean. White walls. The the grass is still visible on the floor. Um, it looks like this was just kind of thrown up in a hurry. Again, they don't pay any mind to you. But as you're kind of standing there looking, taking in this scene, you hear off in the distance a bell chime. And right when the bell chimes, almost instantly, the mouse looks up from his book Little John lifts his head and stares right at you, and the professor turns and and looks at you too. And the professor, kind of in awe, he starts to walk towards you, and uh, he says, Oh, you, you, you're back. Hello? What what happened? Tell me everything. Uh, Um. It didn't work, did it? What? 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 Oh! I mean, oh! And he looks back over his left shoulder and out the the clear portion of this tarp. And you, kind of following his gaze, look out this tarp as well. And the white tarp seemed to be surrounding the place that you last left, Robin. There is a large sphere with what looks like rushing wind whipping around in a circle. Through this sphere, it's almost difficult to make out, but Sylvester, you can barely see Robin leaning up against the tree and the arrow sticking out of him. He looks to his left and it's it's in fast, it's in like 200 times the regular speed. He looks to his left, says a few words, not to anyone, not to any visible creature, looks to his right, says a few words, and then his hands fall down and instantly everything rewinds. And he's leaned, not all the way on the floor, but he's leaned up against the tree, panting and talking to someone. And then that process just continues and continues. You see the arrow fly hit him, pins him to the tree. You see him kind of react to something shift on his right. And then he looks to his left, looks to his right. And then the whole thing starts over. And it's happening while you're just standing there. It's, it's already happened maybe 30 times. Okay. Uh, sorry, Becca, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, uh, you're fine. Ignoring then whatever tricks and uh, the professor are talking about, Savage is going to go as close as he can and just kneel and uh, watch. Okay. Um, so the professor, after looking to his left, he looks back at tricks and says, um, uh, uh, can, can you tell me what happened? Where have you been? Um, uh, with... Augustus, actually. Really? So yes. you helped him? We did. You helped you helped. Oh, so that that worked. Mm-hmm. You, you don't remember what what happened? Okay, so um what do you remember? You you threw the the, the orb thing. thing. 
Yeah. And it exploded. Uh-huh. And then we were just suddenly on the side of a road, <laughs> like a mile away from Grimsville. And Augustus found us there, and we rode with him the rest of the way in. Uh, okay. Um, so what you remember was I threw the orb, and then you were at Grimsville? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Isn't time a funny thing? And as he's as he's saying, isn't time a funny thing, uh, Grok and Sammy both walk into this tent. And he sees Grok and Sammy and says, Oh, uh, Sammy, where where did you find them? On the beach. On on the just they were just on the beach? Yeah, they were just standing there. You were looking for us? Uh, Sammy's been helping me search for you three for, uh, how long has it been? A week? Uh, maybe a, a week and a half? Something P- like Professor, that. how long have we been gone? Oh, uh, let's see, uh, you three, uh, defeated Neris, uh, and then the portal... And then, I would say probably about a month, maybe a little bit longer. A, a, a month? month? Uh, about, yes. Uh, Grok, hello, hello. It's, it's, it's fantastic to see you again. Um, uh, Trix was just telling me that the last thing she remembers is when the time bomb, as you so eloquently named it, uh, went off. <laughs> You four, the last thing that you remembered was being in Grimsville right after that? Yes. Professor, do you know how we got there? Do you know what happened? (laughs) Um, yes, sir. Um, (sighs) what happened after I threw the time bomb? Um... The, the same sequence of event that the same sequence of events that happened to me uh, when I was in the king's castle uh, occurred uh, a large uh, translucent force field and he kind of gestures to his left and you look out this window and you see this sphere and the same scene playing over and over again he says uh, we sat here and watched this play out for Oh, I don't know, um, four, maybe five days. And then I started to worry about my son, and you all agreed to allow me to send you back. Uh, back to when he sent the letter, maybe even before that. And then uh, we we set up this portal, and he kind of gestures uh, to, to uh, a hallway that kind of, when you enter the tent, goes to the right. And there's uh, kind of a, a oval-shaped machinery that has been constructed in the middle of these woods inside of this this tent. And he says, uh, "You four went through there, and that was probably about a month and a half ago. And I didn't hear anything, so I assumed the worst. We had the the bell installed in the center of town to so everyone would know when." Our heroes returned. Um, you don't remember any of that? No. Oh, well, 
As I have said, time always tries to correct itself. Hmm. Well, as you can see, there's there's been no change uh, in anything that's happened. It's the same scene has played out. I I can't even tell you probably thousands of times at this point. Um, and little John just kind of staring at the four of you. Um, not necessarily Sammy, but staring at the other three kind of stands up slowly. And he takes a few steps and looks out this window and is just kind of staring at this orb that he's been watching for weeks, maybe even up to a month. Um, he looks exhausted. Uh, he looks like he has not slept. And the professor turns back to you guys and he says, uh, so, so, uh, Trix mentioned that you helped Augustus. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh, Sylvester, or not Sylvester, <laughs> Grok, uh, <laughs> is going to kind of reach into his pocket and pull out the note. Uh, okay. to say, um, I don't know if you were well acquainted with, uh, with Constance. Con- Constance? Was, um, Augustus' oh, fiancé. Oh, yes, his fiancé. He, he told me about, uh, Constance, um, maybe, oh, wow, uh, two, two months ago, maybe, did you meet her? She, I, I've heard only good things. <laughs> she did. seems like a very lovely lady. Tricks grimaces. She was not, uh, turned out she was, um, some kind of ghost witch lady. I'm honestly oh, not really sure. sure what her deal was, uh, but she had it out for Augustus, and we fought at Grim Manor. And, um, there was a clash with her and Augustus, and a flash of light, and they both disappeared. To be honest, Professor, I I don't know where he went, but there was this note left in its place. It says, uh, he's okay, and, uh, and King Georgetown must not fall. And he hands it the note to the Professor. He reaches out and takes it, and he just stares at it for a long time. And as, as he's staring at it, John... From behind him, you can see him staring through this this clear uh, makeshift window, and he turns to you three, and he says, "Well, um, I've uh, personally been here long enough. Uh, it's great to see you again. I'm glad everything went well, um, but I'm exhausted." Uh, Professor, uh, I think, I think this uh, experiment has gone on long enough. I'm gonna go hibernate for the next twelve hours, and when I wake up, we're gonna put a stop to this, whatever this is. And I'm taking my friend back home. And he walks towards you. Excuse me. Uh, still great, great to see you guys again. Walks out the tent and walks back toward town. Uh, as so, Grok is kind of like watching him walk out, and then as he's like turning and seeing him, he sees the mouse. Yeah. And he goes, "You." Because <laughs> this is the this is the first time Grok has seen him since the tower. I'm pretty sure. I have a lot of questions for you. 
<laughs> and as you're as you're walking toward him, make another perception check for me. Uh, that is a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, as you're walking toward him, and his eyes are just wide, staring back at you, you glance down at the book he's reading, and the page specifically that it's turned to. You recognize this book. This is the same book that you saw Merlin reading while you were walking through the woods. The page it's turned to is, again, the same spell okay. uh, about continuously keeping up the spell Disguise Self. Okay. Um, Don't I have this, that spell? So this child. Here's, Turn yourself into the mouse and fight him. No, here's... But we saw Merlin with the mouse. They were together. So Merlin is not... They are not the same person. Okay, Grok is just going to walk up to him. And he's going to be like... Who, who are you? Where's Merlin? We saw you in the tower with him. <laughs> and and then he said that you weren't... He did, said you didn't exist. And then you were gone. And Sylvester, I don't... I just... I, who are you? Um... Uh, uh, hi. Uh, good to see you again. I'm glad everything's... Um... Ah... <clears throat> uh, uh, it's kind of kind of a long story, huh? but um, uh, he kind of puts his hand out, just shaking, and he says, uh, uh, "It's it's nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Mickey." There it is. Finally got it. <laughs> Grok like kind of narrows his eyes, but like slowly puts out his hand and shakes his hand. I'm Grok. What uh, what's your con? What's your connection with with Merlin? Speaking of um, which, where is Merlin? Oh, ah, uh, um, hey, hey, Merlin! And opposite side from where you came in, the entrance, uh, the, the portal that the professor talked about is to the right, the window's in the middle, opposite side about 30 feet from the entrance to the right, there's another hallway. You see the tarp open and a man walks in, a long white beard, long white hair slicked back and wearing a long blue cloak that drapes all the way down to the floor. He says, oh, Hello! <laughs> Feels like I haven't seen you for in a millennia. It looks that way, too. Merlin? Uh, this, this isn't Merlin. Merlin was a small child. Huh. Um, yeah, I, I, yes? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, well, uh, Mickey, um, I, I feel like we should uh, fill the party in on um what's happening I, I feel like we owe them that I agree I like that very much Sylvester uh, stands up from watching and just turns around and kind of joins the conversation just listening um this would be a little bit too much to go back and forth between voices basically <laughs> uh Merlin describes to you what happened after you left the tower uh, after he and Mickey took the zip line down Gosh, that felt forever ago. It was forever ago. They ran across the rooftops, jumping down to the street in an alleyway in the kingdom of Coronia, which is the city that you first met, Mickey and Merlin. They dropped down to the street after they left you four. And in this alleyway, they heard the sound of Sylvester's bagpipes. They saw Robin running on the rooftop <laughs> from the other side of the street. Wow. Merlin tells you that now that this this uh, tome this tome that he's had for a very long time was translated he decided that the best course of action for him personally would 
be to go scout out History Island in search of his father. But he tells you that he didn't want anyone to worry about where he was. So he gave Mickey a book, a book of spells. Mickey then used this book of spells to disguise himself as Merlin since the day you met him. Oh, wow. You had it backwards. There was a couple hints that I dropped, obviously keeping up the disguised self spell. That was the first one. The second that I gave Sammy glasses that would see through illusions and she never put them I on. never used them. <laughs> <laughs> so every time that you've seen Merlin since your, your first encounter with him has actually been Mickey disguised as Merlin. Well, so this is so a, we only saw him. So the, the same person that spent the night in the treehouse with you, mm -hmm. the next morning you couldn't find Merlin, and then he just randomly showed up um, because you can't hold a disguised self spell while you're sleeping. So he slept separately from everyone else. The next morning when he woke up, he reappeared as Merlin. That same person that walked with you from the, the, the treetop fort all the way to King Georgetown, that was, that's, been, that's been this mouse the whole time. Merlin explains to you while he was scouting out history island he was captured he was taken into the prison taken down to the lower levels oh. and experimented on how he was experimented on was obviously a a few different spells that the queen has been testing merlin knowing that you four had escaped knowing that it was possible to escape knowing that he has these spells that he's been practicing his whole life, manages to escape History, History Island. History Island. After he escapes History Island, all these tests that have been performed on him start to come to fruition. As Merlin describes it, he is now a man out of time. Not necessarily in the sense of time's up, but his, the essence of his life is separated from the timeline. He spends a week as an old man, uh, two weeks as uh, a young boy, four weeks as an adult, but his body is constantly shifting between timelines, between his own realities. Hmm. So the man you're seeing in front of you is that young boy that you met in that tower. Okay. Good gosh. Never Good. found his father in, in History Island. But he explains all. Now you understand why that would be too much for me to do in character voices. He became History Island. He is. <laughs> the real History Island was the friends we made along the way. As a young boy, we experimented on along the way. Good gosh, like this is this is a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah. Oh, is... Okay. So after he he explains all of this to you, um, he says, "I've been helping the professor here." Um, it seems that uh, when I am in this form, r referring to this old man, <laughs> uh, my ability to cast is, is much greater than it, than it is when I was, am. When I am in the younger form of myself, um, it's a lot more potent and, and, and it works for me. So that's, that's basically it. <laughs> that's, yeah. Merlin, I'm... I'm sorry, that sounds terrible. That's terrifying. Ah, it's not so bad. Except for the, the, the teenage years, then. Kind of difficult. <laughs> I 
as is the case for everyone, I assume. But um, I just have to relive it over and over again. <laughs> so I'm just trying to think through, like, what what's our next step? Step. Here? That's what I was just trying um, to figure out. Uh, there was that lady, I guess. We could check on her. Well, no. So here's... Oh, so, yeah! So did, Sylvester, did Sylvester ever tell us about the prophecy? Like, does, does Grok know about the prophecy? The... Oh, the King that was, in, that was in Robin's journal. I'm not sure. I don't think Sylvester's told anyone. No, that's because Sylvester wasn't thinking about it. He mean his his whole focus was Robin. So, okay, the uh, the prophecy okay. was a little consequence. Sorry, no, there's a progressive case, story much, but do we need to go case, back to Little John? Um, well, I guess since Merlin Merlin's talking about finding his dad, that would probably remind Grok about the thing they found in the tavern, and they still need to get the ingredients from the professor, right? So oh, yeah. He'd probably, yeah. they'd probably want to ask about that. Oh, uh, professor, um, speak of yes. Merlin's dad. Uh-huh. Uh, we got the next, I guess it's a clue, I, I don't really know, uh, the thing that we found in, uh, did we tell you about this? Oh, yes, the, the ingredients. Today. The ingredients, yes. Did you mention them? Oh, I've been uh, mildly preoccupied. And he gestures again out the window. And he says, um, no, I I think I have it around here somewhere. He starts looking around, opening, uh, not opening, but uh, looking around the tent for anywhere he would have kept notes on the desk. There's a, a slew of notes of things that have been happening. Um, as well as a small metal box that has buttons and stuff, uh, much akin to the the time bomb. He has a small metal box, and he's shuffling through everything. He's like, I don't, I don't. It might, you know what? It might be in in my study uh, back at the kinetic quadrant. Um, I could go and fetch it for you, but it might take a while for me to find. It it has been. Uh, over a month. That's um. That's that's fine. That's understandable. Um, I just, I'm feeling a little lost at the moment, to be honest. And I feel like I need something to do, something to put my hands to. And I know we promised Merlin here to help him find his dad. Um. Well, I I can go do that. Um. Uh, just so you know, uh, your rooms at uh, at the Guild Building are are still there. No one's touched them. Uh, just as you as you left them a month ago, so you still have those. No, no need to to pay for any kind of rooms. We had rooms at the Guild Building. It, uh, it was, I assume, in the week that you don't remember. Sure. Ah, crap! My milk. I left some milk in the fridge. It's gone bad now for sure. <laughs> I was like, don't cry about it for a day. Oh no. Um, I forgot. But, about that. Uh, uh, you, your rooms have not been touched. No one's no one's been in there, so they should be exactly as you as you left them. Um, I, I'll go and check on that note. Uh, ingredients, ingredients. Um, okay. And he he turns and, and walks out of the tent. And uh, Merlin's still talking to Mickey uh, over in the corner. Um, but you know you have you have the town. So should we go check on the the lady? Who? Oh, the the crazy the crazy Nana. lady. Yeah, Nana. The crazy Nana. Um, I hmm. I uh, I don't remember that. Did we ever find the King's Mark? Yes, yes. we did. <laughs> Good. That's what led to us finding 
the note that had the description of the ingredients. I don't remember what we were I'm supposed finding to my do key. with the ingredients. Were we supposed to just like mix them all together? Or like, what did the note say? Uh, preheat oven to four sixty. Uh, <laughs> uh, from what you gathered, it was just a list of things. Some of them were man-made. Some of them, you know, were natural things. Um, different spices, different objects, uh, a slew of different flowers. Um, but it didn't necessarily tell you what to do with them. Cool. Right. Do we... What exactly did that note say? <laughs> do we still have that somewhere? Do you remember? I do not have the list of ingredients uh, readily available to me at the moment, but um, when the professor finds them, I'm sure he can let you know what what's on them. Okay. Do what you will. At the moment, you know that in the morning, John, little John, is planning to take Robin back to Camelot, or not Camelot, the Sherwood Forest, and handle all of that kind of stuff because he's just kind of over it. Um, the professor's currently looking for that note. Uh, I think I want to go see Nikki the lady. Merlin. Okay. You want to go find Nana? Yes. Okay. What's everybody else doing? Uh, um, I feel like Grok would probably stand and watch the Robin cycle for a little bit. Okay. Grok, like, you, you, you heartless soul. Well, <laughs> he's just feeling helpless, like wishing he could do something about it, you know? Um, and eventually just kind of like sigh and turn around and says, well, I suppose we've got to find something to do while we're waiting on the professor to get those ingredients together. Um, yeah. Oh, another thing we didn't find out. We didn't find out what happened to... Um, Gosh, all the people. I was waiting for it. All the people that disappeared yeah. from Neris oh, and the fish. Yeah. We should have asked about that. I mean, we could probably ask. Um, we could probably ask Mickey and Merlin what happened with them. They might know. Oh, Mickey and Merlin. Yeah, we could ask them. Um, I don't know if anyone else. I feel like I've been talking a lot. I don't know if anyone else wants to. Ask. Grok, you're doing great. <laughs> no, you're good. Did, I'll um, allow it just this once. Did the professor once mention anything to y'all? about the um the people that were disappearing um on account of Neris at the the bar. Oh, um yes, uh, uh it seems as though uh, most everyone is accounted for. Uh, they seem to have washed up on the beach a few hours after. Um you don't remember that either. What no I, we don't. Okay, um no as far the... as we remember, we were here and then gone. Hmm. The Sadly, um, the only people that are still missing seem to be children. Oh. Um, from ages, uh, six all the way up to 13. Grok's gonna look at Sammy. Three, like... four, maybe five kids. <laughs> Hold I on. personally know, but, uh, you could probably ask around and get an exact number, but, um, they... Uh, they were the only ones that didn't um, reappear. What does she want with the children? Like, I wonder if that's the children that the crazy old lady was talking about. We've got to go find the old lady. Oh, we got to go find the old lady. The old right, lady? Well, Nana. Yeah, not sure. Y'all were there for that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, look, we, we saw it from I a think... distance, but we kept on walking. They were going. Yeah. yeah, they were going. Yeah, I don't, I don't okay. think we were close enough to hear what was going on. We just saw you guys from across the way. Yeah. I'm there was some old lady raving about her missing children, and the guards dismissed her as crazy. But hmm. it seems like maybe she wasn't so crazy after all. 
So are you guys gonna right. head back into town? Yeah, I guess we'll go see if we sure. can find find her. See if the guards, if they've realized what's happened or not. Too. You bring okay. children into this, Johnny. You can't do this. So Sylvester, um, he will look like look back one more time before leaving the tent uh, at Robin, and that's that's all. Okay. Um, uh, Trix pulls out Marion and just kind of hugs her as they're walking. Okay. Wow. That's, that's the only thing of significance she has. That actually got me a little bit. <laughs> um, so the four of you make your way uh, out into the town. And again, uh, Sylvester tricks. you're seeing this for the first time, but everyone is just kind of aghast seeing the four of you. The reason for which being that you now know that you've been gone for over a month and everyone assumed the worst after what happened with Neris. Um, there's plenty of people making their way about the town. Um, making my way downtown. Are they walking, walking fast? fast. <laughs> Faces past. And I'm homebound. Are they homebound? <laughs> uh, in these in this group of people, you don't you don't see Nana, um, but you do, however, see uh, a younger woman. Uh, seems like an elf, carrying a large stack of books, maybe you know, 10 books high, but they're thick bound books, uh, walking into what used to be the restaurant, the same building that Sylvester destroyed and was brought back that is now completely <laughs> refurbished. She's holding about 10 books, and as she's walking, she trips on a stone, and the books scatter Ooh. across the ground. And pick them up, pick them up. Hurries to try to, to, to try to pick them up. Sylvester booze. Just kidding, he doesn't oh, do that. Gosh. <laughs> that's, that's, so yeah, this, that's this elven woman is is hurriedly trying to pick up these books, but you don't you don't see Nana anywhere. That's really the only thing kind of out of place well, you, you see. Sammy's gonna go does help the her pick up familiar? the books. Uh, she does look familiar. Um, you recognize her as Juliana, the mm. the bartender, the waitress. You met mm -hmm. the yeah the wait the waitress bartender that you met in the aquatic point that. Last you saw her, she was walking out, and she told you that she wanted to be a librarian. Yep. Um, so she's frantically picking up all these books. Yeah, we'll help her. Pick yeah. Her stuff okay. Um, so Sammy and Grok, you kind of walk over to her and help her start picking these books up, and she says, "Oh, uh, thank you so much." And she's she has her eyes down trying to pick these books up. Uh, th thank you guys so much. I I really appreciate it. You didn't have to do that. Um, there's. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And she looks up and sees Grok. She sees you and she says, oh, You, you, hi, Sammy, but uh, you, you guys are okay. Oh, oh, you, huh. I, I'm so, I'm so happy to see you. I, I, oh, oh, oh my. Um, and she kind of holding the books, walks over to the, the building, opens the door and walks in. And through the door, it, it just looks dark. You can't you can't quite make out what's inside this building. Um, she just walks in. Now I'm so curious. Not another word. Um, I guess if we're going to ask around trying to find the lady, I might as well ask someone we know so Grok would follow her into the building. And Sammy is right. so, so curious. She's going. Sylvester will start to walk in and then, like, flinch. <laughs> 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 just, <laughs> you open the doors as large double doors again very ornate like the the whoever made these doors they did a really amazing job like just just the the carving on the door is enough to to kind of give you pause you open the door and i already have four of them 
<laughs> no, uh, you, you open these doors and it's dark. And one by one, <laughs> lights start to turn on. You don't see Juliana, but what you do see is a large open floor plan. To your left and your right, there are shelves open on both sides, going um, eight feet tall with about a eight foot gap in between each row. And there's about seven rows of these large shelves. And as the lights are coming on in the center of the ceiling, uh, in the middle of the floor, so probably about 20 feet away from where you are currently, there's a single ladder coming down. And looking through this ladder, or looking through this this 10-foot hole in the ceiling, you can see shelves, and you can see Juliana putting the books on these shelves. And as you're looking through the ceiling, you, you see a, a small sign hanging very crudely painted with just like a white, uh, a white paint. And it says, uh, Dog-Eared Books by Juliana Howell, H-O-W-L. The ultimate place for your next favorite story. <laughs> Mm. Trix, it looks like a place for you. Oh, Trix kind of tilts her head at the sign. And that's about halfway down. There's a ladder, a single ladder coming through. The lights keep turning on. And you see on the other end of this large building, this large open floor plan, um, you see, again, that same intricate carving that was on the front door, uh, a, sh a, a, a desk going uh, about four feet off the ground stretching about eight feet long and curving up into the ceiling. Uh, and the front of it is just beautiful. And as the lights are turning on, you see the sign that is on the back wall. Large, huge, huge sign. And it says, Jenny's Shop of Things. Oh my oh, no. Oh, no. No. I never we'll wanted to six. run into him again. Oh my God. We all take six psychic damage. Uh, yeah. So I'm like Sorry. having oh, PTSD boy. right now. <laughs> he oh, still owes boy. me money. And uh, <laughs> he does. <laughs> Welcome to Genie's Shop of Things. Uh, this shop has been stocked by viewer suggestions as well as the mods. Uh, this oh. is probably one of the things I'm the most proud of that's happened in this gap um, of that we have taken a break. But there's a lot of stuff. In this in this room, you guys just walking down the aisles, you see uh, a whole stolen shelf stolen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you see Sorry. a whole shelf full of jars that just has eyeballs, floating eyeballs that when you walk by, they seem to follow you. Oh we see we see Sammy's five gold. <laughs> yeah. it was two gold. But, um, I had a discount. Fast time deal. Um, as you're walking down, you see, like, there's just weird stuff. I love this place. You can still I hate see the hole in the center. Um, and as you're looking down these aisles, they just seem to go on forever. <laughs> you can't, you can't quite make out a perceivable end to like when you walked in this building, you saw the sides, and these aisles go way farther down He's than the outside would. He's been collecting for a long it's time. It's bigger on the inside. Mm. So, it's, it's a lot bigger on the inside. Your your choices are you can walk up to the counter. There's a small bell that you can choose to ring. 
or Juliana, her uh, her bookshop is up the up the ladder. Oh, I'm going up the ladder. Sammy volunteers. <laughs> Sammy sees the sign and just shakes her head no. Yep. And walks same thing. Straight up, straight up the ladder. You're going up the ladder too, Grok. I'm not gonna go up the ladder, but I'll stand by the ladder. Come on, Grok. Sylvester okay. <laughs> <laughs> is gonna head towards Jenny's. <laughs> I want to see that Chapotings. Okay. Chapotings. <laughs> Tricks, what are you doing? I kind of want to follow Sylvester, but. The, the fact that there's so much dog in that sign makes me want to check out the light. Makes me want to check out the lights. <laughs> there's so much dog in that sign. I'm gonna I'm gonna go so I'm gonna go upstairs. I'm gonna go upstairs. That needs to go on right. a t-shirt. All right, Jenny and Sylvester one on one. Here we go. There's so much dog in that sign. So it's okay, a dog so, on sign. Uh, we'll get back. We'll we'll catch up with uh, what Sylvester yeah, yeah, yeah. does real quick. Uh, Trick Rock Sammy. Uh, or Sammy, you climb up this this ladder. Grok, you're just standing by the base of the ladder, correct? Yeah. yeah. Seems, Seems like, like a lot to have two people on the ladder at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Trix, after Sammy gets to the top, Trix, you follow up. Um, and Sammy, you are absolutely loving what is around you. There's shelves for books everywhere. This seems like a, a, a library, but if a library was one huge room with columns, marble pillars coming down on the right and left side, and the only person that seems to be up there is Juliana. And when you get to the top of the ladder, you hear a dog bark. And Trix? running towards you, Trix doesn't bark. I running know, towards me. you is a dog that... Quick question. Yes. Because I think I'm a little confused on the layout of this. So okay. this is not like a ladder leaning against a shelf of books. It's a ladder leading up to a second story yeah. where the okay. library is. It's like an attic, That's, right? Okay. There's a 10-foot there's okay. hole. The gotcha. of this hole is 10 feet. A ladder going up, connecting to the second level. And it's a, it's a, it's a okay. metal ladder. It's a firm. It's right. a very sturdy ladder. In that case, Grok would have... He would have gone up the ladder. I was, yeah. I, I was imagining like a Beauty and the Beast scenario where like there's a ladder and we're just, Juliana we're just was all like going on up to the hang ladder. out on top of these <laughs> like, shelves. Why are we all Somebody climbing this ladder? Yeah. <laughs> hey, scoot over. We're coming up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the dog, it's a, it's a large brown dog, uh, very shaggy, wiry fur, uh, brown eyes, and a wet liver nose. What, liver? Oh, it's a shaggy dog. Brown fur, brown wiry long fur, big brown eyes, uh, and as it's coming towards you, Juliana says, Seldo! Yep. And the dog sits. Seldo? Okay. And it's just, it's just kind of panting. <laughs> Sammy, you continue up this ladder, and Juliana says, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Uh, I, sh I should have, I should have put, anyway, hi. And Sammy, as you're looking around, there's only about... 15 books, maybe. Oh. Wow. So she was this? carrying half of her inventory when she walked <laughs> in. <laughs> Is this your place? Did you open what? this yourself? This, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a conversation. I, after the whole thing with the bar happened, I packed all my stuff up and I was going to leave town. I was going to find somewhere else to go. And I went out to the port to catch a ship. And that's where I met, of all people, Jenny, have you met Jenny? Oh, don't mention his name to me. Unfortunately, we have met Jenny, yes. He's such a nice guy, I isn't haven't. He? Wonderful. Mm. So pleasant. No? He owes me mm. money, but that's oh. beside the point. 
Um, well, I, I ran into him and he tried to get me to um, give him money for being on his port. I'm sure he did. I didn't did. have any money to give and I bargained with him. Um, he sure. asked if I had anything else that would... Your eyeballs? Uh, did you happen to lend him your eyeballs? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> You can, um, you can oh, look I was thinking of the other Steven. And see <laughs> if she has her eyes. Or whatever his name was. Daryl. She, <laughs> only two hands. she only has two hands, Sammy. <laughs> no. Uh, um, she, she says, uh, no, I, I didn't have any anything to pay him with. And he asked if I had uh, anything, like if I had a, a possession that I could trade for you know, being on the port, then then that would work. Your soul? No, <laughs> I didn't quite understand what he was meaning, and he led me into. Have you? Did you see his shack before? No, Sammy, no. you do remember the shack when when you guys first met him. He at the at the. the door. But we didn't dock? go in. I thought it was the dock. Yeah. It was. The, I was the, focused the, on the 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 robots. ship. Yeah. For some so, reason, I imagined him coming out of a barrel. <laughs> the doors open. There was even a... Anyway, so she she says, uh, she says um, he showed me his collection, I guess, and I that's did you all the things downstairs? He had those just in in his boathouse. That was things that people used as payment that couldn't pay for being on the port, and I convinced him. That maybe he should just open a sh store. Maybe he should open a shop. This was about oh, three weeks ago, and he thought it was a great idea. I decided to go in as a business partner with him, and between my kind of know-how of running a business with you know the um, with you know the, the bar, uh, we set up shop. We put a down payment. It was it was crazy. I thought I thought that he wouldn't be willing to part with anything but he he had two gold and he used these, this two gold as a this building and so now we have set up a shop here so this is my place what no this is this is his in my place sorry i know that it was probably confusing but yeah so i i have this this store look at this you built all of this in three weeks Oh, no, this... Ha, sorry. Let me back up. Ginny uh, is an extremely powerful wizard. This entire building is... is Hold this up. entire building is, is technically in his mind. What? Oh, we got we gotta get out of here. I don't. Oh, I, gotta, if there's one place I don't want to be, place. it's Sylvester's inside gonna die. Mind. Sylvester, Sylvester is gonna die. I oh know this gosh. for a fact. Um, this is gonna be awful. It's it's a beautiful store. I'm not I'm not sure I understand all the hesitation, but anyway, what do you think of my bookstore? It's amazing. You don't have that many books. What kind of books do you have? Um, it's a good bookstore. You don't have a lot. She looks around and she says, "Well, um, I'm I'm still collecting." So, is this a bookstore or a library? It's it's more of a library. Um, dog-eared books it's it's kind of both if you want to purchase a book she's not completely against it because she uses that money to purchase more books so um, but it's more of like a library people can come in and just read so do you um, have like a certain type of books you like to keep or you just get everything um, really just everything that i could get my hands on there's not really much around here 
but hey, hey, how about this? I have an idea. Um, if you come across any books in your travels, could you collect them and bring them back to me? Uh, I could, um, I could work something out with Ginny downstairs and, and get you a discount on things in the I'm store. Sure, I'm sure you could work something out with Ginny. <laughs> this is like that 101 Dalmatians quest from Kingdom Hearts. I'm already in his mind. Gotta find all the books. Meta terms, meta terms. <sighs> there are over 100 books scattered yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> On your adventures. Oh my gosh! On your adventures, should you come across them, uh, I'll have you roll a d100, and depending oh on your roll, will be the number of what the book is. Oh my! Thank you so much to my mods, uh, both Nerd Sparkle and Wing Lady Juliana and Danny. Uh, May they did an amazing job putting this portion together. I love um, you guys. Juliana was very excited. Um, so, you know, uh, if you come across books. If you collect them, bring them back, uh, she will have a reward for you in discounted <laughs> merchandise from Ginny. Oh, wonderful! Johnny, this you understand that Daniel's so completionist, right? You understand you've just quadrupled the length of this campaign. <laughs> As we go from every area we have to look to find for the books. All 100 books. We don't have to. Oh, right? no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so. Not in I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump back down to Sylvester. Oh. Sylvester, it's eerily quiet. Um, after your the rest of your party climbed up into the second level, it's almost like their footsteps, the the sound of them. You can still look up and see them, but you can't hear them talking mm. on the other side of of at the top of the ladder. Um, yeah. Can't quite hear them like at all, and it's just eerily quiet. Is any, there's nobody like at the shop of Tings? Nope, but there is a, a single beam of light coming down right on top of a small brass bell. Um, Sylvester uh, puts one finger and then dang, like, you know, pushes it, dings it. Ding! Ding! You know. Ding! Yeah. Nothing seems to happen immediately. You kind of. Hello? Sylvester kind of leans over the counter. I'm assuming there's a counter. He kind of leans forward and. Hello. Hello? Oh, oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. I heard that all the way up here. And popping up from the other side of the counter <laughs> is Jenny. He was just he was just crouching behind the counter. Johnny, hey, the rock man, how you doing, my man? I'm not just you right now. Oh, oh. What, 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 what are you doing in my shed, rock man? Oh, having a heart attack. I didn't oh, know I had a heart. So, oh, oh, sorry about that, Mr. Oh, Man. Oh. It's so nice to meet you. My name's Jeannie. I own this store. What's your name? I'm so, oh. Oh, well, so, I'm a No, no, nice don't you, you dare. My name is Sylvester. You, um, you look an awful lot like, uh, Horace. I think he said you were... Oh, you met my brother Horace? Yeah. You met my brother Horace. Oh, he hell nah. He was all right. He doesn't feed animals, but that's okay. He, um, he don't feed no animals? Yeah, Is you uh, an animal you want me to feed you, Mr. Um, Rockman? Well, uh, let's... Uh, it's been a day. Um, you say your name Lester? Sylvester. Sylvester? Oh, nice <laughs> to meet you, Sylvester. It's so nice to meet you, Sylvester. You know what? Oh. Let's go with it. Yeah, Sylvester. That's right. That's me. Oh, nice I'm the one that's Sylvester. My name's Jeannie. Uh, uh, you see anything in this store that you think is interesting? Uh, we'll see after the DM describes it to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so there is a plethora of things. Um, in this in this um, list of things, there is a description, as well as the name of an item, uh, the movie that it's connected to, because uh, all the ones on this list that you're looking at are from Disney movies. That's uh, really cool. As well cool. as who submitted it uh, is the next column, um, followed by rarity and cost and then the details on the far end. I'm going to highlight a couple of them. Um, the Gloves of Ice Mastery by Nerd Sparkle, aka Juliana, which seems kind of uh, weird now that she has an NPC named after her, but these silk white gloves are embroidered with snowflakes. While attuned to these gloves, you can use the Shape Water Cantrip to freeze a five-foot cube of water or turn it into snow. Using an action to expend a charge, the wearer can cast Ice Knife, the gloves have up to three charges and regain 1d3 charges daily at dawn. If you extend the last charge, the gloves become inert. Like permanently? It's a fun one. Yep. Oh, so don't use the last charge. So don't use the last charge. Them. Wait till the morning. Anything, Mr. Domain, Mr. Lester, that, uh, that piques your interest? Uh... Oh my gosh, like I cannot afford anything. I've only got eight gold. We do uh, we did get some gold. You got a thousand gold, I'm pretty sure, from that oh. box that you split four ways. Yeah, yeah right. so that's is that two fifty each? Two fifty yeah. each. Yeah. So anyway, I also like the wands of joy, disgust, fear, and anger from inside out. Um this wand has three charges. Uh while holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges. Uh, and target a humanoid that can, you can see within 30 feet of you. The target must succeed on a d10 charisma saving throw or be forced to smile, grimace, mouth open wide, eye, eyes wide, or scowl for one minute depending on the wand type. The wand regains all expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend the wand's last charge, roll a d20. On a one, the wand transforms into a wand of a different emotion determined by the DM. So... <laughs> It's basically a wand that can just make someone forcibly have a specific facial expression. Interesting. That's all it does. So, uh, yeah, uh, that wand right there looks pretty neat. The uh, wand of disgu joy, disgust, fear, and anger. That seems like it could be fun. So what you're seeing is a glass vase, and there are four wands sticking out of it. Each one has a different colored orb on the top. It's just a black shaft with a different colored orb. So you would have to pick which one that you would want. Oh, okay. The, um, there's yellow, green, purple, and red. Hmm. If you expend all the charges, you can roll a d20. If it's on a one, then it switches emotions. Okay. Let me clarify. They do not feel that emotion. It's just their facial expression that changes. Okay, Sylvester's going to buy... Uh, I'll take that yellow one. Oh, this thing right here? And he reaches in and, and takes out uh, the the wand of joy. And he holds it and he says, uh, okay, this thing will be, uh, uh... He's just standing there staring at it. Uh, 75 gold? 75 gold. 75 okay. gold? Yeah, 75, sure. 85, okay, 85 gold. Nope, nope, okay, here. Nope. 85. Oh, nope. nope. Uh, I, what? what happened? I said 75, you said 75 and I said uh, yes. That was a bad time deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. All right, uh, oh, genie. You gotta give it a bad time deal. If you don't do it, you lose a deal. You don't move quick, you lose a deal. You do. a bad time deal. All right, how's this for a fast time deal then? Sylvester puts, it, Sylvester puts it down. 
Or he doesn't, or he just, does, he like, he backs away. Okay, 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 okay. Little, 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 about zero little, gold, little huh? genie. Little hmm. genie. Little genie. No need to get all that there. Listen, it's been a day. <laughs> it, today is a day. Congratulations. You stated the obvious. I am impressed. Little <laughs> me. Little me. Oh, genie. I'll make you a deal. Okay, right now. 125 gold. <gasps> oh, my God. How about 85 gold and I don't knock this building down again? <laughs> That's impressive. That would probably hurt my brain, but... Okay, okay, 85 gold. 85 gold, you got my word. 85 gold. All right, here you go. Supposed to answer with the 85 gold. He he scoops up all the gold and kind of opens the drawer and scoops it into the drawer. And <laughs> you hear all the gold scatter. He closes the drawer, locks it. Oh, I'm doing it with you. with you. And he holds the, the wand out towards you. Okay, uh... Sylvester grabs it. All right. You take it, and as you're kind of looking at it, you look back up at him, and he's gone. Oh, thank goodness. What did you say? You say something to me? He pops back up. Sylvester turns around and walks away. <laughs> okay. okay uh, Grok, Sammy, Trix, what are you guys doing? Um, Juliana just goes back to, she kind of pulls a, a book off the shelf and starts reading it. Juliana, the, the reason we came in here... Uh, we heard there were some uh, some missing children that didn't turn back up oh. after after Nerysus, you know, I, I that whole thing. That, yeah. Um, we think it might be connected to that crazy lady in town that was talking about her missing kids. Do, do you know where she is? Where uh, we could find her? Nana? Uh, yeah, yes, I think that oh, was her name. Um, she lives just in the town, um... <sighs> Maybe I mean the best place to look. I would just say was is on the street. I, I don't. I'm not sure that you would find her anywhere else. Since since then, she hasn't really come out of her house all that much. Hmm. Um, those poor kids. That's all right. Um, we appreciate the help. Uh, of he's gonna he's gonna turn to Seldo and say, uh, "It's a nice looking dog you got there." The dog just stares at you. Just he's gonna kind of hold out his hand. Try the dog maybe just pet the dog. Yeah, sure, you can pet the dog. He pets the dog. The dog takes it. Sure. You pet the dog. It was a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good dog. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess, uh, I guess Grok will leave. Go see if they can find out where where Nan is at. Okay. Um, you guys go back down the the ladder. Sammy, Trix, you guys leaving as well? Yeah, I'm 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 pretty much just following. Okay. Yeah. You don't have you any guys... any interactions with Seldo. <laughs> tricks tricks isn't sure how to interact with actual dogs <laughs> she it's feels fantastic. awkward um so you guys head back into the back into the into the shop and you see sylvester holding a, a black a black shafted wand with a, a yellow glowing orb on the on the front of it and he just meets you by by the ladder did uh did you actually buy something uh, Sylvester, uh, uses the wand on his own face. <laughs> okay. With what emotion? Okay, um, he only has joy right now. Huh. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me a charisma saving throw. Sylvester just wants to be happy I choose to fail again. the throw. <laughs> okay, choose to fail the throw. You point the wand at your face. It kind of flashes. And a yellow, a yellow light kind of emits and then you are just you have the biggest cheesiest grin on your face and you cannot stop 
for the next minute. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. And it was awful. What in the world? Okay, never mind. Um, we're gonna go look for Nana. Uh, I don't know what you're doing, but it's a little weird. <laughs> yep. Yep, yeah, it sure is. Hey there, Grok. Grok. Hey there, Grok. Bye. See you later. And Grok walks out the door. Grok leaves as fast as he possibly can. Okay, bye. Did you find your cup? Okay, I'll see you later, Grok. Okay. I'm going to see me, Jeannie. Sylvester turns with a smile, but dead eyes, and just walks out the door. Jeannie's face kind of... Okay, I'll see you later. I he sinks back down below the <laughs> below the desk. Oh my gosh! He sinks back down below the desk. Um, so you guys are now on the on the street, um, and I guess everybody, give me a, a perception check. What'd you get, Sammy? Five. I rolled a twenty-two. Tricks. What'd you get? Twenty-two. Um, and I also rolled a twenty-two. Uh, 22. Wow, three 22s and a five. Sammy got a five. Yeah, don't mention it. 22, 22, 22, and five. five. So, the three of you just kind of looking around. Um, Sammy doesn't see anything. Yeah, it's uh, fine. It's all fine. Uh, Grok, Sylvester, and Trix kind of looking around. There's a pretty good crowd of people, uh, but you manage to spot um, and kind of an elderly woman with a, a blue dress and a white apron um, kind of wringing her hands walking down the street. And it seems as though she's walking toward the, the guild building. The, the gilding. Okay, so what are you guys doing? We just gotta uh, stand outside Jenny's Chapeau King. I guess we we'll just go after Dana. If that's okay. her. If that looks like so her. So you guys make your way kind of across Making the street. Making my way downtown. I do this every Nana single time. Yes, you guys every walk time. across the street, up the up the porch and into the guild building, and you see that the the same familiar face, uh, the the uh, I believe it was a dwarf standing in, standing uh, at the door, and he says, "Oh, uh, was that his voice? I don't I, remember. I think the it was mutton is for guild members only. That's it. <laughs> that's the that's, that's the line. That's your anchor <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Brock." Uh, it's nice to see you, Sammy. Uh, how you doing? Tricks, Hello. Uh, can I help you guys yeah. with anything? No? Tricks okay. looks at Grok. <laughs> Grok looks at Sammy. Sammy was the one that wanted to see Nana so yes. bad. Yes, yes, you can help. We are looking for... What, what can I do for you? Well, we're looking for the crazy old lady, uh, Nana, I believe her name is. <laughs> we're looking for the crazy old lady. Crazy. I mean, she has gone through a very traumatic time. That's kind of insensitive. That's just what we heard. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, I didn't call her that. Of that course not. That sweet old lady. He kind of uh, looks around and says, oh, she's she's right over there and sitting out at one of the, the guild member tables, sitting with uh, about two guards. Uh, Nana's just Is she a guild one. member? <laughs> yeah, she's a no. guild member? <laughs> no, uh... I'm just here to wreck some bones. <laughs> she has gained rapport with the guild members after uh, seemingly something transpired, and she has gained rapport with the with the guild members. She right. brought back the head of the dragon. <laughs> Respect. So, Sammy, what are you doing? Thank he points. He points her out. Well, Sammy's gonna thank Bones or Broth, whoever just said that. It wasn't Bones or Broth. It was, uh, <laughs> it was Jerry. It was Jerry. Daryl. Daryl. Not Daryl. <laughs> Thanks, the man Jerry. That you've never met before in your life. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, Sammy. Uh, yeah, she's right over there. 
All right. Well, I'm going to head that way. Okay, you walk over to the table, and uh, she's sitting there just quietly with, with two two guild members. And she says, Oh, uh, he- hello, dearie. How, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, considering um, everything that's transpired. Uh, but I'm good. Well, that's wonderful. I have some questions. Uh, oh, okay. Did- um, go right ahead. Am I alone? Did everybody not come with me? <laughs> no, we're with you. We're just we're you, you were the one. We're with you. <laughs> you were the one that the was... charge on this. Okay. Like when everyone walks around and lets Grok. That's what yeah. they're for you. Yeah. You're doing the Grok. Now it's your turn. Oh, fine. Uh, uh yes. I have lots of questions. Um the other day you were in the street hollering. Well, the other day. It was about a month and a half. Two, three, four months ago. However <laughs> long ago yes. it was. And you I remember. <laughs> you were looking for some children. Yes. The children I nannied. Yes, your mm. nannied children. Yes. What happened to them? Um, I, I I assume that um they went to the same place that the rest of the missing children have gone. Do you happen to know anything about this? Um not personally, but um, I heard people talking about um, probably a few days after you left, um, a few people talking about a ship that they saw about two miles off the coast. A ship. But that was the last I have heard anything about it. Um, but no, not not necessarily. I... How long ago did your nanny children go missing? Oh, um, going on three, three and a half years now. Wow. That's all the information I... you have? <laughs> Don't sound so disappointed. <laughs> That's all you have, old woman. I'm not sure. You're useless. I, um, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this conversation. That's all um, the information. Kind of rude. Um, experience. Disappointing. But, yes. Uh, Pathetic. That's the last I remember. I, I apologize. Do you remember seeing a ship three years ago? You know, come to think of it, there may have been a ship. It's possible. That's a mighty long time ago. Um, it's possible. Um, it's possible. It's off off the eastern coast, um, north, maybe eastern coast, about a few miles off the coast. But I hadn't thought about that actually. <gasps> Grok. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm I'm right here. I'm standing right next to you, Sammy. Uh. This is your territory, the ship, the ocean, that kind of thing. Oh, because I was a pirate, now I know all the boats on the yeah. ocean. Right. Got it. <laughs> That's right. The eastern coast. Where, where, what's over there? Well, it's in the east, I can tell you that much. Thank you, Grok. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Grok, you, having sailed these seas before, you know that to the east of where you are right now, King Georgetown, is mainly just open sea um, but there is a portion that people don't typically go into. There's an area that is surrounded by dense fog that you know is basically if a ship goes in it doesn't come out. If a ship sails into, it's almost like the Bermuda Triangle, if a ship sails mm-hmm. into that fog cloud it disappears. Um, again just through folklore Tales of legends, much like uh, the tale of Grim Grinning Grin, kind of in that same vein. There's like sea shanties about it, and 
but you've you've heard it in passing. But that's pretty much the only thing off of the eastern. Well, there's not much I know of off the eastern coast, um, aside from the uncharted territories out there where the fog. There's a real thick fog out there that no one says a ship can ever come back out of again. Well, I we wonder why. What if we don't take a ship? We can take my carpet. I don't think all of us will. Uh, Sammy, you know, just from traveling. Just from traveling, you are well aware that your carpet would not be able to make it miles. Never mind, we're not taking my carpet. <laughs> I don't know who suggested it. It can fly, it can fly a good distance, but not quite that what? far. You wouldn't be able Spe to travel over open ocean. Speaking of... Um, it would be a few it. days' journey <laughs> to get there. Speaking of um, the carpet, where, where did you get that? It's unimportant. There's a million things we haven't done, so... Just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean that. Sure. We'll discuss that on the long journey into the fog. When, <laughs> whenever we get around to recording that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Should be continued. <laughs> um. Um. Okay. I wonder if if that had any connection to Neris or not. I bet it does. She might be working um. for someone bigger. Uh, I'll say this, Sammy and Grog, give me a history check, just to see if you can, if you've heard anything or know anything about, anything more about this place. Oh come on! That's a fourteen. A ten. Okay. Um, in in the legends, there there is portions, some some versions of the story that are different than others, but a few have talked of sirens that collect children. Okay. I mean, it's neither here nor there. It could be true, it could be completely made up. It's just portions of this story. And not until you really think about it do you remember. Like, I think that could have been said, but it's possible. Okay. Well, we're not children, so we technically could go and survive. Well, there's been, like I was saying earlier, there have been ships that have just gone into there and just completely gone missing. No one's ever heard from their crewmen again. Oh my gosh. Hmm. If only there was a plane. Um, <laughs> if I only had a plane. Maybe we should see if we can find someone uh, that was in that group that disappeared when um, they got, you know, attracted by Neris's call. We could ask where they went, see if they might know anything. Yeah. I mean, it'd be about a third of the town. So, it wouldn't be hard. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to find because they'd have a big uh, return to sender stamped on their forehead. <laughs> um, this one's too old. Throw him back. <laughs> okay. I guess Grok could, would go up to Jerry and be like, uh, ask if he knows. Do you know anyone in town that might have been um, abducted by Neris before we, uh, before oh, we got her? Uh, there's a, I mean, pl plenty of people. Uh, I mean, you could we ask. We just have some questions. Pretty much anyone out there. Uh, what about the your boss man, Grok? Oh, Did I thought you were talking about my boss. I don't. I don't have a boss, but no, not you, Jerry. Good for you, Captain Silver. The dude oh, mean... with the eye. Captain Silver, right? Is uh, is he still here? I know it's been apparently a while since we were in town. Well, yeah, I mean, his room is still the first door on the left. I mean, you had plenty of conversations with him before you left. You don't... We, we did. You you did, Grok. Sorry, our memory's a bit foggy. You'll have to forgive us. 
Oh, okay. Uh, well, he's you know still still up in that in the same room. Who? John. John so. Oh, I'm sorry. You you neither of you were here for that. Um, my captain oh, yeah. from um, old ship, the um, the free maiden. He survived him and. Uh, you, you remember Bowens and Broth? We we ran into them at the tavern. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. He, he was our captain. Oh, speaking of Bones and Broth, did you did you hear about their promotion? I I did not know what what happened. Oh, so after uh, Ginny decided to uh, start his shop over across the street, uh, Bones and Broth took over the port. They're uh, the port you, masters. You don't now. say. <gasps> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Now, now, oh, now hold on. I just have a, a question. Uh, Jenny. Yes. That was that, that was really his his port. It, yeah, he was the port master for a number of years. That wasn't. He wasn't some random homeless person trying to run a scam on us. <laughs> no, he's actually one of the most rich people I've ever met. One of the most rich people in this town. Of course he is. All his fast time uh, deals. He's a collector. He uh, collects things. I think he's selling everything now. If you want to go check it out, that that place is crazy. The stuff that uh, that's in there, but he might know something. Yeah, that's, um, that's not not the only thing that's crazy. Let's go talk to okay, Jenny. Um, no, I'd rather not. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's <laughs> see if we can find something. someone. See if we can find someone in here that was abducted. We could maybe get some answers from them. Yeah, I mean, you could probably. Ask around. I believe some of the guards might have been, but I, I, I'm not sure. They were kind of at different posts, and when everything was actually happening, they were, you know, keeping everyone back while you guys were making fish sticks. Making fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> that, nice. was, that was a good one. <sighs> thank you, thank you. Uh, nice joke. Sylvester uses the wand on himself to smile at the joke. <laughs> That's, That's two that's charges. Good. If you use it again, it changes function. Potentially, it only might a roll change of one. Function. Well, thank you so much for your help. Um, uh, yeah, of course. Um, well, uh, I guess I'll ask around a bit then. All right. It's nice to see you guys again. I'm interested to know if Ginny knows something, though. Nice to meet you. Bye, if you Jerry. Go back, if you want to go back and talk. I'll be back for the mutton. Oh, <laughs> you, we, they, if we still have some. Oh, you don't. Sorry. Sylvester, if you want some mutton, go for it, man. Uh, you get the impression that he... Ha does know all of you because you did spend a week staying there before you went. Tricks forgot. No, it's okay. You you didn't know. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of wiped from your memory. We, we became friends with him, with him and now yeah. we are no longer friends with him because that we forgot that part. Yeah. He still thinks that you're friends with him. He doesn't know that you guys are. That's, That's kind, kind of sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. It makes me kind of glad that he didn't catch my nice to meet you. He caught it. He just kind of shrugged it off. Oh, um, poor Jerry. It? Uh, it's okay. Poor Most people Jerry. forget me. I know I'm pretty. I know I'm pretty forgettable. My mom always said this would happen. So you guys are trying to find someone in this tavern. Sammy, Sammy, if you want to go back and talk to Jenny, uh, you can do that if you want. Oh. Um, I will not be joining you. Grok's just gonna ask around, see if he can find someone that was okay. abducted. Um, yeah, it takes it takes a. a a few minutes, but uh, you sure enough, there's a, a few people in the tavern that that had been abducted and are now back. Um, so there, there's a couple people that you could talk to. I guess um, I'm gonna make my way back to Janae. Okay. Uh, Trix is gonna go with her. Yeah, she is. Okay. Come uh, on, Trix. <laughs> okay. Um, so Sylvester and Grok, you uh, after asking around, you have you find one of the guild members that you you haven't yet met, and uh, 
they uh, are just sitting at a table having a conversation. You, you inquire about it, and he's like, um, "Yes, actually, I uh, I was uh, abducted, but yeah." Uh, Congrats. Do you have questions about it, or no? I don't think that's the appropriate response there, Sylvester. No. Yeah. Good job making it back. High five. Okay. Thanks. Maybe. I guess um, it wasn't really my doing, but you know. Just what, some, what did you need to know? Some questions for you. Um, do you remember where you went? Underwater? I remember... Wow. Um, yeah, I, I remember uh, standing up, couldn't control anything, stepping onto the stage, walking out, jumping into the water, and uh, like a current was just pulling us around. Um, everyone was just getting separated, and after a while... The current subsided, and those of us that were still, you know, cognizant helped everyone else back to shore. I mean, it's 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 a wonder only five children went missing. I mean, it's still not great, but I mean, over thirty people were ducked into that wall. So, I mean, so there there wasn't any special place you went, or you were just around in the water down there until you made it back to shore. Kind of jostled around, I, I guess. Um, some people were pulled out farther than others, uh, most of which were the ones that had kids were, were pulled out a little bit farther than than the rest of us, but... Uh, I see. No, not not really. I just... <laughs> I'm just lucky to be here, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. Do you know whose, whose kids they were that went missing? Oh, um... Yeah, there's a there's a couple of people throughout the town. Um, parents of these kids, they're kind of still. Um, I haven't seen any of them recently. I think they're just you know holed up in their house. But I mean, yeah, if you went and looked around, I'm sure you could find someone. But I don't know if anybody has more information than I'm giving you now. Sure. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, we were just hoping there might be some kind of clue there. Um, we think there might be a connection between these missing children and the old Nana's missing children from a few oh, years back. No, no doubt. I mean, she, she she kind of gestures over to her and with the, the entire guild <laughs> uh, apologized for thinking low of her. Uh, we didn't understand because, I mean, I don't know how many times Neris has been here, but um, obviously more than one. Um, and we, we all as a, as a group, uh, uh, apologized for you know calling her crazy for three years. <laughs> right. What I don't understand is if she was calling people out to the sea over and over again for the past several years. You all came back this time because we stopped her. But how did everyone manage to come back the other times? What what was her goal? What was she doing? I think there's a piece here that I'm that I'm missing that I'm not quite putting together. I I'm not entirely sure actually. Now that you mentioned it, it, it does it, it did seem like when we were underwater we were being sorted, I guess. And those of us that they didn't want, I guess, were pushed closer to the shore. But like I said, the ones that had kids were a little bit farther out, and then the kids are just missing. I wonder I'm not sure if she was specifically just looking for children. Have there been any other children missing in this town 
over the past few years. Um, besides the one Nana remembers, and I'm not even sure how she remembers, I not that I can recall. I see. I mean, there, I mean, it's it's completely possible that there could have been, but no one in the town remembers anything besides this time because you know, right everything that happened. But I'm not sure. Well, thank you so much for your help. I, I think we might have might have managed to put at least one piece of this puzzle together. Sorry, I couldn't be of more help. It's that's all the information I have, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. Thank you very much. Of course. And, uh, of course. That's about it, I guess, that we that we can do here for now. Okay, Sammy, you still wanting to walk over to Jenny? Oh, yeah, I thought I was already on my way. Yeah, and at this point outside, the nighttime has set while you have been talking to all these people and doing all these different things. The amount of time it takes to walk, it's it's after dusk at this point, maybe 6, 7, 8 o'clock, probably closer to 8 o'clock. Um, Sammy, when you get over to Ginny Chapeau Tings... If you say it's um, closed... The doors are closed and locked, and there is a sign on the window that says, uh, "Opening back up tomorrow at 6 a.m." How late in the day it is a fast it? Fast time deal. It was, it was a fast, fast time, time deal. I cannot stand <laughs> him. It wasn't morning when you guys landed on the beach. It gotcha. was probably about two in the afternoon. Um, gotcha. So you've been walking around and, and doing all this stuff for the rest of the day. So Jenny's shop, Oting's, is, is closed. So what do you guys want to do? Cry. Go to sleep. I guess we can't talk to him. Uh, we should probably check in on the professor and see if he's found those ingredients. Oh, yeah. Okay. True. It is also closed. Opens tomorrow at 6 or <laughs> <laughs> uh, You walk into the, the kinetic quadrant, and the professor is searching through through books, journals, drawers... He has cabinets open. He's looking for for this list of ingredients and has been looking this whole time, but can't can't seem to find anything. Um, at the moment, he's still looking. You can tell there's still a few drawers to go through, but yes, Noah. Books, you say? Uh, more journals than than <laughs> books. Um, but yeah, there's there's maybe a book or two lying around. Any books that might go to the library? Sylvester, roll me a D100. <laughs> <laughs> what a good stinking call, man! Hold We're on, just I gotta gonna, pull up the list. Just gonna yoink, yoink one of the professor's books. Be like, hey, you don't need this anymore. Uh, he 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 didn't give us back our dead friend, so uh, he kind of. Who us. else was reading a book? Little oh, John. Little John was reading a book, wasn't? <laughs> Contracted Mickey. Was. We're gonna we're gonna Mickey go take was. Mickey's just book. Take them all. But that was a spell book. <laughs> just start. We just start hoarding books. You don't need books. to learn spells anymore. Give me that. <laughs> um, okay, Sylvester, do 100. Hit me with it. 45. 4d5. All right. Oh, this is fun. So when you walk in, you see a bunch of books laying around. And on top of a cabinet, a smaller cabinet, uh, you find a book uh, titled Timekeeping, colon, an Intricate Art. Timekeeping and intricate art. I don't want to take this for the professor. <laughs> I feel like uh, we can't take this, that. This book outlines the intricacies and history of clocks, which is absolutely amazing that this is the one that you rolled and this is the one here. All right, uh, so I'm just gonna pick it up. Hey, uh, you need this? What? Uh, no, I know everything about clocks. You take it. Cool. And he just goes back to looking. Cool. So wow. Puts it in his pocket. Wow. Cool. Um, but, I mean, there's nothing to do in the kinetic quadrant until he finds this, this paper. Okay. That legit felt like one of those text Kingdom Hearts cutscenes. 
speech bubbles. Yeah. Um, now what? You have rooms back at the guild. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, it's getting say, late. Yeah. Uh, all of you still have not taken a long rest. Yes. I was wondering. I need a I long rest. I pulled up my sheet and I was like, oh, I still have damage. Yep. Oh, shoot. You're right. I'm, I'm yeah. 15 health. Ooh. Yep. We should, Ooh. uh, we should probably turn in for the night. I, uh, maybe we'll have some more ideas tomorrow. We'll get some sleep. Um, maybe rest on it. Come back, tackle this fresh first thing in the morning. All right. All right, so all of you head back. Uh, well, the three of you are... Uh, I guess all four of you met up at the Kinetic Quadrant. You you head back to the guild building. The gilding. The gilding. Uh, Jerry kind of points you towards your rooms. Uh, each of you have your own individual rooms, and you head up the stairs. Actually, could I pop in and have a chat with the captain before I go to bed? <gasps> yeah. I mean, it's around 9 o'clock at this point, that's that's up to you if you want to uh, if you want to try. You, I mean, I'm, you can certainly try. There's a sign on the door. It says closed. Yeah, uh, come back tomorrow. It's it. He'll he'll like kind of knock gently on the door, see if he's okay. awake. You knock on the door, kind of put your ear to the door. Uh, give me a perception check. Oh, gosh, eight. Yeah, you put your <laughs> ear to the door, and there's you can't really hear anything. You kind of faintly in the distance here. Okay. So if he's sleeping, he's not going to bother him. He'll 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 go to his room. Okay. Um, you all make. Don't want to disturb the captain. Make your way to your respective rooms. Um, right now, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, Grok tricks Sammy. What's it? The three of you go into your rooms, fall asleep. Go ahead and you can go ahead and mark a long rest. The party all goes their separate ways. Uh, they all get their long rest, but Sylvester. You are getting into your room and a wave of exhaustion just kind of hits you. More so than you've probably ever felt before being a gargoyle. You get really, really tired. This is the most tired you've ever been. You're in your room by yourself. What are you doing? Um, Sylvester's just going to... Um, he's going to just kind of prop himself up in bed and he is just gonna kind of flip through the uh flip through the book he's probably not gonna find anything interesting in it but he's just gonna just skim through it okay so you sit down in a chair that's in this room and you sit down flipping through this book and you feel another like wave hit you and as you're as you're flipping through this book go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw uh 16 okay you you feel a bit winded, but you kind of just like shake it off. Um, but you do kind of prop yourself back up and, and lean your head on, <laughs> on the chair. Um, but when you do another wave, hits you. Make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. Seven. Seven. Your eyes start to close. Close. Uh, your eyelids feel really heavy um, all of a sudden. And you, once your eyes close completely, once the room disappears from your vision, uh, you hear a sound that sounds like uh -huh. talons scratching against wood. So, um, and then you, you sit up and you hear the noise of uh, kind of nails scampering across a wooden floor. 
Um, what you look around this room, but you, there's there's nothing there that you can see. Um, which um, sound is coming from? Uh, just in the room, just generally in the room. Uh, does it sound, sound at all like, like it's coming from the door, door or anything, anything like that? that? Uh, not necessarily. Um, it, it definitely was sounded like it was coming from inside of your inside of your room. Okay. okay. Um. Because that, you said talents, like that's got to be Diablo, right? Um, um, I guess I look in the room. I, I he immediately jumps up. Uh, uh, I, I look a, around. Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh wow. Um, you are looking around. You open the doors of this of this large wardrobe. See nothing in there. You close the door. You open the door to the hallway, kind of looking back and forth. And there's and there's nothing. You close the door, and you bend down to look underneath the bed, and you see four glowing eyes peering back at you, watching you. Uh, how many eyes did Diablo have again? Two. <laughs> oh no, he's multiplied. Um, okay. Uh, well, it's obviously not. Uh, uh, friggin', I just said his name. Uh, Diablo. Sylvester. Uh, he's tired. <laughs> he's, uh -huh. he's especially after Jenny. Like everything. He's just. He tries to flip the bed over. He's, he's not. <laughs> okay. He's not. He's not the one. Okay, make a strength check. Give me a strength check. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it? Uh, four. A four? Yeah, it's a four. You grab the bottom of this and, and lift it, but it's like uh, uh, Age of Ultron when Cap lifts Thor's hammer. It's like, mm. like that's that's all you get out of it. And uh, from underneath the bed, you hear uh, a snicker, like like. <laughs> okay, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Sylvester's gonna he's gonna angrily slam his fist on top of the bed to be intimidating but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bed so it just you know it just kind of squeaks uh, yeah uh, you <laughs> so, hear a voice say from underneath the bed oh you you really showed that bed who's boss and another voice says yeah yeah hit it again uh, I'm sure it'll give up soon Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, Sylvester says, uh, "Who? Who? Uh, what?" Uh, and he's uh, okay. So is the bed like? Is it? Is it in the? Is it in the middle of the room, or is it like up against a wall? Like where, where is it in the it's, room? It's uh, the headboard is up against a wall, but the the sides are. It's in the middle of the wall. Yeah. Okay. 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 In that case. Um, Sylvester is going to, um, he is going to put his foot on it and like okay. try to kick push it, like just scoot it across the room off of them. Okay, give me another strength check. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, yeah, you you put your foot on it and push it with everything you got in it. <clears throat> Scoots across oh, the. Oh. Oh. Uh, sorry, I will say before before he did that, Sylvester would have pulled out his horn and like had it in his hand, kind of like a bat. Uh, okay, just you know, trying to go for intimidating still again. Okay, he's, uh, he's so tired you, of it. 
Okay. So you, you grab your horn and you're holding it up like a bat and you see mm-hmm. as you push this bed, you see two small uh, almost imp-like creatures. One is a kind of bluish color, very thin, long horns. Uh, both have tails that come to a point at the end. Uh, the other one is pink, shorter, um, and just kind of tubby. Um, shorter, shorter little uh, horns. Horns kind of, they kind of look like ears, but they're coming up, they're shorter. Um, but there's there's two of them standing there. Okay, um, Sylvester says... Uh, and when when you push it, both of them are just like, Staring at you. Talk. Okay. Uh, the pink one says, um, uh, uh, <clears throat> A boss heard through the, the grapevine that uh, you were in need of some assistance? And the blue one says, Yeah, he, he sent us to, to make you an offer. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do you know what I am? You're a rock. Uh, no, no, the boss said that he's a he's a gargoyle. A, a gargle? Isn't that the thing that you do with mouthwash? You gargle it? Are you a gargle? Uh, he, he's not answering. I... <laughs> Don't you do that to me. You can't pull that on me and expect real-time conversation. Uh, I think he's a gargle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. Hold on, I gotta. Whew, I gotta breathe. Do you know what gargoyles do? Um, no. Uh, I I think they sit. They sit on uh buildings. I think. Listen, it's been a long day. I I've been telling people this whole day. I left my perch because I was done dealing with demons, but that doesn't mean I've forgotten how. And the Sylvester's gonna raise the um the horn up and get ready to hit him. Oh, the 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 blue one says, um, uh, "We don't mean you any distress. Our boss just wanted to make an offer. That's all." Um, look, I've kind of got a vibe going right now, and I'm gonna look. I, oh gosh, okay. And the blue one is what? just shaking. What? 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 Uh, um, come come again. Uh, hi. Uh, my name is Payne, and uh. He points to uh, the pink one. He says, and his name is Panic. Uh, and the pink one says, uh, uh, The boss just wanted to let you know that he can save your friend. Wait, what? He can he can save your friend. That's what the boss told us, right? Who are you? T- what? Um, that's... What, what, who are you talking? What are you... What? Um, he told us that, uh, we can make a deal. Uh, yeah, he said that, uh, if you wanted to bring your friend back, that he was the only one that could do it. You mean, um... The uh, fox guy, yeah. Yeah, the fox guy, he said he could bring the fox guy back. Sylvester, uh, he staggers back a couple steps and sits back down in the chair, um... It's simple, really. It's wouldn't even. All you have to do is. Uh... No, you. But, but we already tried that. You can't. You can't. Wait, he can't come back. You didn't try the boss's way. He has a way to bring people back. Uh, there's, there's just one catch. You have to do something for him. Who, who, who exactly do you work for? Kind of look at each other. Um, does that matter? <laughs> yeah, this is a, a once in a lifetime opportunity. 
Yeah. I, okay. What? What do you want from me? Uh, pain. Uh, the I can give you pain. Pink one. <laughs> no, the pink one kind of points his finger up, and about three feet above his head, um, you see a small green flame. And he says, uh, "All you gotta do is whenever you see this." Uh, and then uh, Panic chimes and says, uh, You smash one of these under your foot. And he takes out a small leather, a small dark leather bag with green marbles. He takes one out. It's like a, a green marble about an inch wide. That's, that's all you gotta do. I'm not the biggest fan of littering. Why? Uh, I... It's not It's not even that big of a task, look, and it's not even litter, littering. And he throws it on the ground, stomps on it, and out of the side, you know, where he stomped on it, out of the sides, uh, a green mist, and then it dissipates and disappears. He moves his foot, and it's gone. Okay, but why? They kind of look at each other, confused. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that kind of information is above our pay grade. Do we get paid? Yeah, the benefits are to die for. <laughs> they both just cackle. You have too much fun with this. Uh, okay, if we could just backtrack a little here. Um, so, as long as I crush one of these things underneath my foot, mm -hmm. which I I don't even understand that. Like, how how is he going to know if I do that or not? I don't get that. They both just kind of shrug at the same time. This They both at the same time say, Above our paid grade. <laughs> but anyways, if I do that, then Robin is alive again? Yeah, basically. Um, okay. I'm thinking. Oh, and one more thing that we forgot. Um, if you... <laughs> He kind of looks at his hand, and he's reading something off of his hand like he doesn't remember exactly what to say. Uh, oh if you tell anyone, then the deal is off. You can't tell anybody, or else the deal's off. Oh, gosh. Uh, like, Sylvester would do this, right? Because, I mean, that's that's his whole thing. He just he wants to bring Rap Robin. But, like, I, I know that that's bad. Something as bad is going to happen. Golly. I wish everybody wasn't muted so I could ask them because I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what are you going to do? Uh, okay. 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 Um, of course, I would never do this, but let's say I said I was going to do it and then I did it. How would he know? Ah. Uh. I feel like if you break the deal, then the deal's off, and then the master probably takes back his... Is that right? Does he take... Uh, I don't know. I think I think the deal would just be off, and then uh, he would take the soul back, I guess. I think that's how it works. You have to keep up your end of the deal. Crap. All right. Well, I know there's a twist. There's always a twist with demons. And the skinnier one, uh, Panic, reaches out his hand and says, Do we have a deal? 
Well, I guess whatever it is, it can't be worse than Robin being dead. Sure. And uh, Sylvester shakes his hand, I guess. Okay, you reach out your hand to shake his. And as they're standing there in front of you, they see you reaching out your hand and you see a smile creep across the one's face. And as you're reaching out your hand to right when you're about to meet his, (laughs) disappears and in his place... A golden pen, much like the one that uh, Trix used to write her name to get into the um, the, the uh, uh, Merlin's tower. It appears in your hand as you're going to reach for his hand. They disappear, and this pen appears. And in front of you, a, a large scroll, uh, about a f- two feet wide, and four feet tall appears just floating in front of you with this dark mist and you have this pen in your hand and it feels like something grabs your wrist and starts to almost move it for you and very quickly writes your name Sylvester across the bottom line and then just like that the pen the 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 contract disappears and you hear over your shoulder right behind your left ear it's a pleasure doing business with you and you turn your head and there's nothing there and you start to feel drowsy again you start to feel this wave come over you and you sit down in the chair kind of exhausted and your eyes close and when you open your eyes back, the sun's coming up. And you're like, is, is, thinking to yourself, is, was this a dream? And you look to your right, and on the bedside table is a dark leather pouch laying down, and a green bead, a green marble rolls out of it. Ah, uh, crap. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening and watching because if you oh, are boy. listening to this after, we stream this episode on our Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash KTTKcast. Um, if you want to watch us play this live, you are more than welcome to jump in there. Give us a follow. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also have a Discord. It'll be in the episode's description. Um, jump in there. Talk about the episodes, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, we have a Twitter, uh, and that Twitter is also uh, at KTTK Cast, you can follow us there for news and different things. If you want notifications on when we go live, all that jazz. Daniel streams on Twitch as well. K- uh, Twitch.tv/slash/thedanliest. It's a lot of fun. Jump in there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Again, thank you so much for listening to Keys to the Kingdom Origins. Until next time, my name is Johnny, and I am your dungeon master. Joining me today is. A very regrettable Noah as a very regrettable Sylvester. (laughs) I'm Rachel and I play Sammy. Daniel, I play Grok. And I'm Rebecca and I play Trix. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And as always, have a magical day. Bye guys. See you later. I'm so sorry. Don't hate me. Be mad at Johnny. It's not my fault. We're, we're from world of-
Yep. Okay. That's about the that's about the reaction I expected to see. <laughs> what else was I supposed to do? You were supposed to not make a deal with Hades. I didn't. Sylvester isn't always making a deal with Hades. Sylvester, Sylvester would have known that. Sylvester wouldn't know that. It's Sylvester spent all his time at a church. He knows better than to make deals with so, demons. Look, yes, he does know better. Yourself. There's always a catch when you make a deal with the demons. But it's Robin. Like, he just, look, he just... I feel just... like most of Sylvester's motivation for the past, like, five episodes has been getting Robin since, back. Since Robin died, it's been his motivation. Yeah. Listen, like, he just stood there. He he watched that intentionally happen over and over again when they were back in the tent. Like, like that's... Uh, and, like... If you'd given him, if it was like a week later, maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't have done it. But like in this moment, like that's still raw as heck. So, oh gosh, I'm so mad that Johnny did this to me. <laughs> I'm so, so mad he did this to me because I know better. I know better, but like my character doesn't know better. That's where we're gonna end this episode. <laughs> <laughs>